All right, well, good morning, everybody. We are super excited to get to continue our time talking about worship arts here at Chapel. Uh, yesterday, Jess and I had the opportunity to share a little bit of some of our thoughts and our heart, and today we get to hear from some of the worship arts set leaders. Uh, so these guys up here are four of the students that work to uh, plan Friday praise chapels and work with the teams that are part of that. And so uh, today they're going to get to share some of their hearts about worship and uh, how they approach that. So super excited to get to share that. The reason why we wanted to do this is so that you guys can see who are the people that are your peers that are leading you and the different ways that they relate to God through worship. Um, all their answers won't be the same, and that's awesome, and that's beautiful, and that's exactly what we want. And so there's just going to be a couple things that we're talking through, and you'll get to hear their hearts, and it's going to be great. So first, if you guys just want to introduce yourself, you can grab if there's mics behind you. Uh, maybe name, major, and any other fun fact you'd want to share. Okay. Yeah, well, hey, I'm uh, Nick Dykema. This is my second year on campus. I'm a pastoral ministry dual degree student. And yeah, I play keys. Hi, I'm Alina. Um, I'm a psychology major. And yeah, I don't have a fun fact. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm Jonathan Lindstrom. Uh, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a sophomore here in Northwestern. My major is media production. I'm Hannah, and I'm a theater major. Um, and a fun fact about me, I know no one else really shared. <laughs> I knew you would go for <laughs> Hannah, I, I love it. Um, okay, I have always wanted to play tambourine, and like like a worship song or whatever, but I do not, I just, I don't trust myself too. So if ever you see me up here with a tambourine, know that it's a big deal for me. And if you could just support me in that, we'll have a good time together. <laughs> love it, the tambourine, that's so great. Cool, so we're just gonna dive right in with some questions. And this first one that I uh, would love for you guys to share about is just talking about the different, as you worship, what are different aspects of God, attributes of his character that you feel drawn to or maybe resonate with? Um, and maybe if that comes from a different experience that you've had where you saw God in a certain way, so then as you worship, when you get to sing about this attribute of who God is, what are those things for you that, that you're drawn to in his heart? Um, I would say for me, um, I like to sing songs um, in worship about um, God's redemption for us and his love for us, um, just because I think it's super cool, like, he, he didn't have to die on the cross for us and save us for our, from our sins, um, and we, like, we don't deserve that at all. Um, we, we deserve death, you know? So... Uh, when I'm worshiping, I really love to focus on that, especially. Um, I just think that's a super cool part about worship. I don't know. I, <laughs> um, I love to sing about the Lord's faithfulness. And um, it doesn't, it's, it's kind of crazy how, like, worship can, like, speak to you. Um, and Great is Thy Faithfulness is a hymn that is just, spoken to me in so many different places of my life, whether I'm, you know, really joyous and I'm happy and like celebratory or sorrowful and um, just really reflective. <laughs> I'm sorrowful sometimes. <laughs> but anyway, um, just even just the words of it, like great is thy faithfulness, O God, my father. Like there's just so many good things 
And all I have needed, thy hand hath provided. And all through the scriptures, he talks about his unfailing love, his faithfulness, his, his nature and his character to come after us. Um, we sing about it, leave the 99. Um, and that just, that's just something that's so special to me. And that's something that in my own personal life, I just, I have to cling to is the Lord's faithfulness. And so when I lead, I, I try to lead from that standpoint of like, let's declare the Lord's faithfulness. Let's declare his character to us. Let's declare his love and his passion for his people. Um, and that, that's just something that, that's always been on my heart and that will probably continue to be, so. Uh, yeah, so I find my mind often gravitates towards uh, God's majesty, uh, especially how it plays out in his sovereignty that he's an all-powerful God who is good and just, and, and that I'm not, like John said, but I, I get what I don't deserve through grace. So um, just, just seeing that and meditating on those truths, I mean, that's the gospel, that's the good news. Um, just, just looking at who God is in relationship to me and just treasuring him for all that he is. Because I think a lot of times, like most of the time, I feel like when I'm like worshiping God or trying to, it's really hard. And because of that, it's like, because I know like what I'm showing up with. And um, I just think it's really hard to worship him at all if you don't like start with thinking about that, the fact that he's really merciful. And um, yeah, I don't know. Because it just feels really gross. And it's like, why am I doing this? And it just feels really hypocritical. But then it kind of reminds you that it's not about you and you're not singing about how good your relationship is with him because you're such a good person like singing about his grace and his mercy because of how terrible you are so can I add on to that yeah. um, I just love what you said like it's not about us it's not about me it's not about you um, and Sarah you even touched on this in chapel yesterday um, about how sometimes we just sing the words on the screen and like the drummer's building it up and so we're like, yeah, we're gonna worship, it's gonna be great. Um, but something that's really just been on my heart um, and I think a lot of our hearts is to actually look at the words that we're singing, that we're um, praying, that we're declaring um, because it, it puts us in our place kind of. It, like he is the holy God and we are just responding to him. We are just praising him for what he's done. Um, and I just, I just wanted to share that because I think that's so, so important and so cool. One thing that you touched on, kind of, uh, you talked about grace, that faithfulness. Um, and it just made me think, like, talking about, um, like, really meditating on what a song says. Um, I think that hymns are a great way to meditate um, on lyrics because oftentimes, you know, like these, um, you know, contemporary worship uh, songs, get that emotional high it's like it's like reckless love yeah um i mean come on we all feel that and it's like some of these hymns just have such rich lyrics that paint such a beautiful picture of jesus and the gospel and i i, I would just encourage you guys to i don't know start start because there's a lot of like younger people that just close off to hymns because they're just like uh, I just can't worship like, I just can't worship like that I, I'm gonna call people out on that because I think that I think that that's wrong 
but because because I th I think that like, I'm sorry I I just got real real there, but I think if you I think if you really sit down and take the time to look at the lyrics and just be like, what does this song mean? They, like honestly, they're like most of them are deeper um, in meaning than a lot of these contemporary worship songs. Um, so I would just say, examine yourselves if you aren't open to hymns and just really you know think what's going on with these songs, you know. Um, so Jonathan, as you're sharing that, uh, this kind of reminds me again something we talked about yesterday. Uh, if you were here, of just the tension, the difference between form and substance in worship. So form, that being, you know, the the style or the preference or uh, that that which is external, um, the voices that are singing, the instruments that are being played, the stage layout, you know, all that stuff. Um, that's important, but only in such a way to point towards the substance, that which is unseen, that which is internal ultimate substance of our worship is Christ. And so um, another idea, thought, a question to think about is, um, have you had a different, uh, encountered a different form of worship? Um, so different forms can still house the same substance, but a form that has brought you outside of your comfort zone or that was different in a way that maybe helped you encounter God in a way that surprised you. Um, for me, I think the first, like, I grew up in a, in a church that was just very small, and there was a lot of hymns, a lot of, you know, just kind of what people would, like, I don't know, like, kind of like an awkward worship environment. It was just, it was something new every week, you know, and, um, and so I grew up in kind of a, kind of that setting, so I wasn't used to, you know, the big band type of stuff, you know, like, getting on stage, having in-ears, and being able to mix everything. Um, so I think even coming here last year, um, that really like took me out of my comfort zone, um, but ended up growing me. And then also, I think the first Spanish praise and worship chapel, I was like so lost and so uncomfortable, just because I had never experienced it before. Um, but um, as that continued to happen, I started to get more comfortable with it, and I started to realize like this is the kingdom of God. Like this is God's people worshiping. And then even uh, last Friday. Um, Heart of the City Band. Like, holy cow, who who loved that worship chapel? Yeah. Like, that to me is, like, that was way out of my comfort zone, but now, like, that is what worship should look like. Like, people from every tongue and every nation worshiping Jesus Christ together. And, gosh, like, I, I would say that's what I was most uncomfortable with, but it's also what has, like, stretched and grown me the most, I guess. That, I think that's a beautiful picture of worship. Um, I also grew up with hymns, so I'd say like I had two really challenging times of experiencing different worship. Like I don't know, but I grew up with really just like stiff um, services. Everything was really structured and small. Um, Pennsylvania, you know, like nobody knows about Pennsylvania or cares. <laughs> and um, for me, though, like even though that was something that I was really used to um, and comfortable with, it was like really uncomfortable for me because I'm a really emotional person. So like knowing that I've been wired like that and then just showing up and like having to just like, I don't know, just kind of go with it and turn the page and just kind of look at everybody else. But 
um, in that, I was also able to see, like, just looking around the room, like, just looking around the room and, like, just seeing people's faces or just seeing how engaged they were without really, like, expressing it in an obvious way, but um, kind of almost just being able to notice, like, they're worshiping God with their minds. Um, and this is something that, like, Nick was talking about the other day, like, um, worshiping in, like, spirit and in truth. So, like, just having both of those aspects there. But then I had kind of the opposite experience where it's like, I actually did get to experience the kind of worship that I feel like is my preference or that I am more comfortable with or like it's more what I'm wired to, to like. Um, I moved from a really conservative area into to Las Vegas <laughs> and that's just, really opposite so but I mean like every like every single church I went to there um was just really different it was really um just really charismatic I guess um but and I didn't really know if like that was okay or not because that's not what I'd been like raised with and then I heard this one um worship pastor talking one Sunday and he was just saying like um you know like if you can walk out of here and go home and, you know, like, throw your hands in the air for the football game that you're going to watch later, like, why are you not doing that here, you know, like, we're supposed to, like, our bodies should be engaged, um, yeah, and that's just something that, like, kind of convicted me, so just kind of realizing, like, both of those aspects really need to be there, like, spirit, truth, like, your mind, your body, your emotions, like everything is worship, whether it's like your preference or not. I don't know if that makes sense. Well, one thing kind of off of that is um, like, I don't know, you talked about like being excited for worship kind of and like, you know, <laughs> you should come back, you know, you should, you should come to worship with the same enthusiasm as, you know, like a, a important game. Um, An Eagles game. <laughs> <laughs> I think... I think that um, I think that it's very easy for people to just shut themselves off when they uh, get uncomfortable um, in worship, um, and ultimately, like worship is not about you. Worship is about praising God. Like no matter like how you're feeling, you know, worship is about praising Jesus. And so if you're if if you know if you're shut off to something because you're uncomfortable with it, and you're just like, I don't know how I feel about this. Like, who's, who's to say that that worship is any less acceptable? Um, and so I would say, really just like, examine yourself, and, um, and be like, how can, how can I open up to not see what I can get from this, but how I can praise God through this, I guess. Um, and I, I can guarantee you that um, that excitement for worship will come because you, your focus is now not on you know myself and what I can get, but it's on Jesus. So. Um, yeah, I really like that, and I just want to add like I've totally been there. I've totally been like closed off to something and oh, me too. just like standoffish because I'm really stubborn and like change and like something new. I'm like ah no, um, but I just think. And this is something that I'm learning too, and I think something that we're all learning, like with just different styles of worship, is 
like especially during these college years, these years are such a gift because we get to be here with people that are trying so hard to make worship diverse and make what we see diverse. And you're gonna go out into the world and you're gonna pick a church and it's probably gonna be your church for a while and then maybe it'll be your church forever. I don't know, whatever the Lord has for you. But um, these years are so rich with experience. And so I'm learning to just take everything as it comes and to be open to things. Um, because, like you said, the Lord the Lord can use that in so many different ways. Um, and he's gifted people um, it's with, like, so many different gifts and abilities and talents and passions. And I think it's so cool that we get to see that. Um, and so, yeah, just really trying to be open is something that I'm learning, too. So we're all in it together. Yay. <laughs> Great. I love hearing this. Like, between the four of you guys and there's four other set leaders as well for this semester, just hearing all the different things about who God is that, that stirs your heart in different ways and the different ways that you approach that and the different experiences we have. Um, I think that's, that's a part of what we hope for uh, from the staff side is to have uh, students involved that have different thoughts so that that is shared uh, throughout the ways that we do worship so it will look differently. Uh, but I know even with that, so you guys all are a part of music, uh, but a lot of you guys have ways that you uh, worship God as individuals outside of the corporate music style and setting. So I'd love to hear from you guys if you want to share a little bit about those individual styles of worship that are maybe a little bit different than what you do here when you're leading a team, leading them in worship. If you just want to share a little bit about those. Yes, I would love to share. <laughs> um, tambourine. No. Um, that's going to be such a joke, you guys. Last year I said it was a bop, and this year it's going to be the tambourine. Um, anyway, sorry. Okay, um, so I'm a theater major, and that's a really scary thing. Um, and so, like, you know, you talk about praising the Lord in the good and the bad. <laughs> um, and just, like, not knowing how your future will go is, you know, something that you need to praise the Lord in. But um, anyways, theater major, which means I do lots of like dance. Um, and I took a dance class last year. And our final project was to choreograph a dance. It could be ballet, jazz, or modern dance. Um, and my group got together and we're like, ballet, probably not. Um, jazz would be fun. But we wanted to do like a Bible story. Um, because it could be based off of like a piece of art, or a story, or um, like something in the Bible. And we're like, that's what we want to do. Um, and if you asked me a year ago if I was a dancer, I would laugh and say, I can do a jazz square, which is like the most basic thing ever. Um, and so to think that I would be able to experience worship through dance is crazy, but it's something that, that the Lord has been showing me. And so anyway, my group did this, did this dance. There were four of us in the group, two guys and two girls. And so we decided to do the story of Lazarus and his sisters, Mary and Martha. And, um... It was just really beautiful to like, to do this, and it, we, we, we went with modern, and so it's just kind of like moving your body, like how it goes and how it like feels natural, I suppose. Um, and just to like show the sibling bond through dance, and then the grieving when he passes away, and then going to Jesus and pleading with him, and then Jesus getting down on his knees and, and looking, um, looking us in the eye and like grieving with us and then getting us up and taking us out of that place and going to Lazarus and raising him and then celebrating. It was just this really, really beautiful thing that I've never experienced before. And even choreographing it, we're like, oh my goodness, this is so cool. And this is like, like we got so excited about it. Um, and I get super excited about a lot of things, as you can probably tell. 
Um, but it's just super, super cool. And even just like musical theater dancing, which is crazy. It's like, how can you worship the Lord through theater? And all through high school, that's something that I wrestled with is how can this be worship? How can this be um, an offering to the Lord? Because sometimes these stories aren't necessarily glorifying the Lord. Um, and so it's just really, since I've been here, like it's all about the heart posture, I think for me. Um, and it can be different for you, but for me, it's all about the heart. And like when I go into rehearsals, it's like, what's my mentality? Am I doing this to further myself or am I doing this to say, thank you, Lord, for these abilities that you've given me. Um, thank you for the friends that I get to do this with. Thank you for the instructors, the choreographers, the directors, the stage managers that do this. Um, and I think God is such a creative God. I mean, look at the world around us. I mean, like even just talking about worship diversity, he's so creative in the people that he brings here and that he has across the world in their nations and in their churches um, doing so many different forms of worship. Um, and I totally lost my train of thought, to be honest. But it was going to be something super cool. But anyway, theater is super cool. And you can, uh, you can worship the Lord through that, and that's what I'm learning. Um, for me, outside of corporate worship, um, some of the ways that uh, I really like to worship Probably the main way um, is I write um, worship songs, and um, I don't know. I would say that like when I'm doing that, it's just like it's so it's so much more than like when I'm like leading worship. Like it's just it, it's, I would say that that's the number one way that I connect with God through worship. Um, but also, you know, I love um, listening to rap. Christian rap, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, because, uh, yes, God can use rap, and he does. And um, I like to, you know, I like to also just rap, too, with it, and it's just, and, like, that ties into spoken word. Like, I love listening to spoken word, so, you know, my boy Q this morning, oh, my gosh. That was awesome. And, like... I don't know. That that's that, those are just a couple of the ways that I that I worship outside of, you know, corporate worship. Yeah. I remembered what I was going to say. <laughs> um, the Lord is creative, right? And there's so many people and doing so many different things. Um, and since the Lord created us, um, I think he created us to be creative. And I think that's something that has shifted my whole just view of theater is we are being creative. We are mirroring that side of God and that um, image of him. And I think that's something that's super cool. And that's, that was the complete thought. <laughs> something I was thinking about um, it's just, it doesn't really go along with this. It's kind of like depressing. <laughs> but like I think that God can be worshipped and like glorified and I think for me, like lately, that's been kind of the main theme is just like seeing him in that. Um, and I was kind of thinking about like the entire, like <laughs> the biggest part of our religion is just like based off of suffering, like Jesus suffering on a cross. And I think that like 
we like our religion to look really clean and pretty, but it's not. Like, nothing about the cross is cute, like, making it into necklaces and, like, just thinking, like, oh, this is, like, you know, like, it's not. It's, it's messy and it's gross, and I think that um, just kind of, like, noticing that and seeing that, like, in my own life, like, this is what I've got, and that's all I've got, and um, I think that's really the only thing he really wants, is us to just kind of show up with nothing, um, and just kind of notice him, and then the other thing, like, also, like, writing helps me a lot with that, just noticing him and stuff, but, like, the songs that I write aren't really like direct worship songs, but um, like processing things and just like, I don't know. I think that that's how I connect with him. Um, and then um, something that I've kind of been noticing lately is that he's supposed to be worshiped all the time. And obviously we don't do that. And, um, but like seeing him, in people and seeing him in things like there's a verse it's like whether you eat or you drink do whatever you do do it for the glory of god and like i have no idea what that means like if i'm eating like how in the heck am i supposed to connect that to god like i don't get that but i was listening to somebody talk about it and it just kind of made a lot of sense to me like food is like something that's like savory you know like it's just like we have to, like, we taste it, and we're like, oh, this is good, and it's, like, kind of connects to that, I feel like, um, but then seeing people and, like, pushing through that and, um, seeing God in them and just kind of pushing through every good thing that's here and then just, like, noticing the root of that and, um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think for me to best answer this question, I really have to kind of uh, just touch on like what worship is. And God's really been uh, kind of shaping my approach to that question throughout the past year. And I think I've, I've really kind of come to this point where I, I view it as such a both uh, a spiritually engaging and um, intellectually stimulating thing. Like it's both intellect and emotions working together. That's why um, it, it's so much more than a feeling and yet it completely engages and and wraps and deals with our feelings. Um, I, I, I would kind of define worship like this. It, it Simply, it's to glorify God, right? We, we all know that. Um, but playing out, what does that look like? I, uh, like Alina just said, um, doing everything we do to the glorify, to the glory of God. So much of it is, is seeing who he is clearly and truly um, in accordance with the Bible and savoring that and, and tasting him, seeing who he is in the sense that we know who God is. We, we see what the Bible says and then we say, this is a good thing and we let our hearts really just delight in that and take joy there. So um, <laughs> desiring God ministries, let's say that um, God's most glorified in us when we are most satisfied in him. And I, I can't overstate that uh, in my life to worship because when when that's the case really everything we do is worship because uh, we can say that God is supreme over all of our cares of this world and in everything we do we can glorify him by by recognizing that he's sovereign over these things that he is 
working all things for his good. And it, it's so hard for me to nail down one thing that, that really just captures how I do that in my personal time. I mean, I guess simply just reading the word, memorizing scripture, that's what uh, just helps me to like in him more. But yeah, and just, just seeing that in perspective and how good of a thing it is. I, I think that's that's kind of my heartbeat on that issue. Yeah, I hope that um, you know as we are sharing up here and just hearing from some of your peers that um, recognizing that worship arts here that you know we're not the gatekeepers of worship. You know, this isn't the only expression, the only time that worship happens on campus. So I just want to make that clear again. And as you're hearing from the hearts of your peers that. You're, you're not just seeing, you know, what that they're doing, but how they're doing and their heart behind it. And to recognize that we're all on a journey together. Um, we're all learning and growing and being changed and transformed from one degree of glory to the next. And that comes from beholding God in worship, in community, in unity. And so uh, I wanted to read uh, the lyrics from one of the top 150 songs in God's book of the Psalms. And uh, so Psalm 150, and I'll, I'll, I'm going to read this, and then uh, we're going we're gonna to do it together and use our breath to praise him as we conclude our time. So Psalm 150 says, Praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his mighty deeds. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with trumpet sound. Praise him with lute and harp. Praise him with tambourine and dance. Praise him with strings and pipe. Praise him with sounding cymbals. Praise him with loud crashing cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord, praise the Lord. And so Lord, may that be so in our lives today and as we are gathered together and as we have the opportunity to do that daily here in chapel, as we're exploring and uh, expounding upon this theme of worship arts, thank you for the beautiful diversity of your people and for the way that you display your creativity through all of the image bearers in this room right now. God, I pray that um, as we sing now, that you would draw our hearts to you, that we would praise you for what you have done, for who you are, for your excellent greatness. God, if we want to dance right now, we can do that if we want to jump up and down, we can do that if we want to kneel, if we want to lay face on first flat on the ground, that we can do that. Lord, may we um, recognize the freedom that your Holy Spirit to give, gives each of us to express worship in a way that glorifies and exalts the very substance of our worship in whatever form it is, and that substance is you. So Lord, we love you. Thank you for this time, and thank you that we can use our breath now to give you praise together with one voice as your people. In Jesus' name, amen.